Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm super excited for this episode. Um, again, we travel all over town in our marketplaces to interview the top real estate professionals um, in our field, uh, realtors, lenders, builders, developers, uh, essentially getting an insight, what inspires them, what moves them or motivates them, uh, and really separates them to that top level, what I like to consider the Real Estate Titans. Um, I am your host, Greg Fowler, and our very, very special guest today in our Real State Titan is Rob Henderson. Rob, thanks so much for stopping by the show. Really appreciate Absolutely it. Absolutely honored to be here. Great. And, and just so everybody knows, too, again, we do this uh, Tuesday uh, afternoons and Friday afternoons, a different Titan in a different environment. So we are in Rob's environment today. It's really exciting. Uh, great office, by the way, Rob. This is really great space, for sure. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, so we're going to dive right in. A series of questions we'll just kind of go through uh, here. So I guess, Rob, uh, tell everybody out there a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, like many of us, uh, I didn't start off wanting to be a real estate agent. Uh, I was involved in the uh, energy field back in the mid-80s. I was a geologist, wow. and that business tanked. So I, there, was, there was no opportunities in that. So I did what a lot of people do when they're unemployed. I went back to college. Okay. Makes, uh, sense. So, Makes sense. So I went to get my master's degree in geophysics, uh, hoping that that field would come about uh, and get me back into the oil industry. And uh, while I was there, I had to pay for it. Well, so I was bartending, I was um, uh, working in a liquor store, I was doing teaching assisting stuff, and I was also uh, um, uh, going in the grad program. Okay. Well, I, uh, shocking as this would be, I met a realtor at, when I was bartending. Wow. Realtors, realtors never go to bars. Uh, that never happens. No, <laughs> no one, no no, one no, out there no, really so, does that. So. so anyway, I met uh, one of the top uh, owners of a real estate company. This was in Amherst, Massachusetts. Uh, and uh, he kind of took me under his wing and uh, said, you should look into doing this part-time. I got my license. This was in 1986. Wow. And, uh, and here I am 32 years later. That's incredible. At this. I never got back into geology. And frankly, if I had waited, it would probably been another 10 years before I would have been able to do it. <laughs> and, um, and you don't regret it, right, Rob? I mean, you love it. Obviously. No, I love it. I mean, it's, I'm very fortunate. I think a lot of times people bounce around, but I just kind of found something that worked for me. Uh, my wife and I relocated here to Colorado Springs okay. 21 years ago. Wow! Uh, from Rhode Island, so I'm an East Coaster, okay. and Love uh, that. yep, Love that. and we have one child, uh, 16 and a half year old daughter. So uh, that's kind of that's, a little bit back on me. That's incredible. And so you know, 20 plus years in Colorado Springs, I'm sure you've seen a lot of change out there, Rob. Not just you know the general economy, but the growth in real estate and just the movement, right? Oh, everything that's happened here is amazing. I think, you know, I, I was driving today, I had a, an appointment before this, and driving out and looking at, at the growth that's going on, things like Memorial Hospital putting in the children's uh, wing of that, and seeing all the things that are happening here. When we moved here 21 years ago, um, it was hard to find a restaurant, wow. let alone anything to do social. And now you can go downtown, and there's a vibrant downtown. Sure. It's just really amazing to see, especially in the last five years, right. what's happened to Colorado Springs. I mean, I'm, I think we're privileged to be working in such an amazing place. And uh, we, we, we made a very wise decision coming here a long time ago. Love it. Love it, Rob. Okay, so going into it, I guess the next question kind of tailing off of that, you know, getting into the business, but what's your why, Rob? I mean, what gets you out of bed in the morning? What really motivates you, you know, to be at the level that you're at for doing this as long as you have? Well, I have a great alarm clock. I have two dogs that wake us up at 6.30 in the morning, so that's, <laughs> my, that's my alarm clock. There's some truth for everybody. <laughs> that's, that's what gets Rob going. But... but uh, truthfully, you know, I, I have found I really enjoy helping people. Okay. Uh, 
not just in you know this profession but also volunteering and things that I do for the community but we have an opportunity in this business to help people at a level that they're vulnerable they're stressed and I love being able to be in a position to help people make that change you know we're always dealing with people in change you know they have you know whether it's a divorce or a death in a family or a new child coming into their lives right there Um, things like that when they're changing they're under stress and I love the fact that uh, we can participate in those things and be and be given such big responsibilities and I enjoy helping people get through that that's big that's my why and and that that motivates a lot of people out there I know that a lot of real estate professionals will resonate with that but not everybody is in it for that particular reason Rob I mean everybody right. has their driver right. um, and to give back to our clients and really make them become friends I remember this is a conversation you and I had, I had a while ago but talking about your sphere and the people that you work with in the past and you know they can pick up the phone you can pick up the phone and you know what's happening in their life and right. if you need to help them it's nothing to do with real estate right you're right. helping them with their lives if somebody's looking for a job if, if somebody's needing something of any form or fashion you're that go-to that kind of uh, dot connector uh, in their right. lives with right. other people I thought that was big too Rob my, uh, my, my mother-in-law said this a long time ago and it's a I think it's a Yiddish word but she used it in British terminology okay. uh, there's a word called maven and maven was somebody in a small village in, in England that you'd go to and they would have answers and I think that's what we do. We provide solutions to people on all sorts of levels, whether they need a plumber or they need a recommendation for something or whether they need somebody to talk to. I think that that's really, that, that again is kind of the core value of what I work for right? and, and being relied on for that relationships and cultivating absolutely you hit it rob i love it so um let me go on to the next question here uh you know kind of for everybody else because i think this is this is what a lot of real estate professionals are tuning into is is trying to get uh insight or inspiration from um the real estate titans on the show sure so i guess if you could look back on your career thus far rob could you pinpoint one or two things that you did or started doing that really just accelerated your business to another level yeah, I, I absolutely can pin it down to becoming a ninja. Okay. So um, not to market anything that somebody's doing out there, but uh, uh, Larry Kendall from the group has a uh, sales organization called Ninja Selling. Shout out to yeah. everybody in Ninja yeah, world. Anybody who's a ninja that's, you know, go ninjas because yeah. it's, it's a really <laughs> critical thing. And I did that about eight years ago. Okay. And, and you know, going back to when I got into it, I got into it for economics. Okay. I, I needed a, a career path to pay bills. Sure. But sure. Um, uh, like everybody, I think at some point. But that change was significant in how I, to, to have a new understanding of how I'm working with people. Um, I think I've used this word with you before. I treat my clients as my flock. Yes. And that, uh, and I like using that word, and I'm now comfortable enough to be saying that with people that I work with. Right. I tell them after closing, by the way, you're part of my flock. I'm not going away unless you kick me out. <laughs> I love it. So I it's it. it's something that I really enjoy doing, and uh, the ninja selling piece has made a huge difference. Okay. Uh, I, I have, I'm a part of a ninja group. Uh, I practice it every day. I do, uh, I do everything that I can do to improve using their system, okay. and it has been a game changer. 
uh, and uh, and it has really grounded me to understanding exactly what we do. Okay, and, and that's big too. And there's a lot of uh, you know real estate professionals that'll swear by the Ninja program. Um, there's several people that I've talked to that have gone into it, had great success, maybe tapered back a little bit, and then all of a sudden they said, "What changed this year? This year? Oh shoot! I stopped getting to the fundamentals, the basics." Yeah. Um, I was talking to a buddy of mine, and this was months ago. And he broke it down really neat. He went out to a uh, conference in Vegas. Shout out to Jeremy if you're watching this. You, you know this is about you. Um, so he came back from a conference, and I said, hey, Jeremy, what was something you really took from the conference? And he said, there was a speaker on there, and they were talking about top professionals and what they do and what they pay attention to. And everybody throws this term around, uh, get back to the basics. Oh, yeah. Well, the true professionals never leave the basics. And I thought that that was so strong. So if you look back at what really works for you, keep yeah. it up, be consistent. So I think that speaks volumes too, Rob. It is having a system in place. Um, I, you know, the the second piece of this, which I would say is really critical as sure. well, having a business plan. Okay. Uh, and uh, the the Ninja program actually supplies that as a part of what you do. Uh, mine's 25 pages long. Wow. And it analyzes everything from my personal life to free time to scheduling time uh, to you know, playing golf to business modeling as well. And um, and that's actually fundamental to, I, I think, a lot of businesses, but obviously making sure that you plan for time for yourself as well is really important. But having that business plan is, I think, absolutely critical. So those are two things that I had kind of done previously, but the business plan now is a part of it that I do every year. Uh, actually do a retreat. Uh, we do a company retreat, and at our retreat, there's a, a number of us that are ninjas, and we actually do our business plans together. Wow, fantastic. Um, and it takes a while, because you analyze everything that you're doing. Okay. Every single piece of business that you're doing, everything that you're doing in your life, it's, it's out on the table, and it's analyzed. I love it. All right, lots of information in there, so hopefully everybody's taking notes. Um, that was great, Rob, uh, for you. sure. So here's something that's uh, a little bit more personal, but you know everybody kind of wants to get a window into Rob and, and your background and what makes you a Titan. So um, everybody deals with challenges in their lives, and a lot of times it's good um, you know, in life and everybody can deal with it. But when things are hard, that's what really separates the top professionals, the top people in this world to really overcome that. So Rob, if you could pick a specific challenge that you've been through in your life, that you overcame that made you a stronger man, what might that be, if any? Uh, it, uh, it, it occurred, I was a, um, a quasi-professional race car driver. Oh, okay. quasi. I didn't know um, that, Rob. And uh, I was involved in a very serious racing accident. Wow. And uh, uh, it, uh, it put me in a very tough position for recovery. It was a long recovery. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of broken parts of my body. Anyway, um, and that recovery uh, period, you reflect on things that you've done on your life. Um, but it took me a long time to get through that. Uh, it was wow. about an 18-month recovery uh, from start to finish. And um, I still suffer from uh, the effects of that. Uh, they will never go away in some cases. Uh, but I, I, So I always look at somebody else and what they're going through in their life Remembering that I what happened to me so that I can be empathetic to them. Sure. So it was a it was a big thing to get through it, and you know it, it cost me economically. Uh, it was a very difficult a very difficult time in my life, and I look back on it and I'm I as strange as this is going to sound, it was a good event in my life. It didn't feel like that when it happened. Sure. But now that I'm further away from it and feel the the impacts on the positive side of the people I've met, uh, people that helped me through that. Uh, it really did make a difference, and 
uh, it was uh, it was again a challenge. And I look back and go, anything that I have for a difficult day now, I look back at that and go, this is not bad. <laughs> it's not so bad. So, it's not so bad. So yeah. it gave me some grounding there as well. So, but that's okay. that's something that I think did help me. Uh, but it took a long time to, to get through it. Sure, but but Rob, that's a that's a great example of you know a challenge you dealt with, but you overcame and and you came out stronger from that. And it's it's a mindset. Yes, right. I mean, yes, you is. could have looked at it as say, oh, you know, poor me, I'm in the hospital, and this is really bad, and right. I'm, not, I'm not discounting that. Right. But right. you said, you know what? Hey, it's it's rough. Everybody deals with tough things. I'm yep. gonna get over this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna learn from this situation and be stronger, be better. It so. Was, in the middle of the storm, it was difficult to see that, but as I got away from it, yes, it was it was, it was was definitely a good experience for me. Okay. It really was. Well, yeah, thanks for sharing, Rob. That's yeah. that's not always easy to do, so emotional on that appreciate one. I didn't that. realize I was going to do that. No, so. no, no, I hear you. <laughs> hey, everybody, appreciate that. Rob, you know, is sharing this information. Um, so here's a lighter question for everybody out there, and this is a kind of a fun one um, to kind of get away from that. So I, um, if you could go back in time, and talk to your younger version and say, hey, young Rob, uh, and give a piece of advice, personally, professionally, what would you give that piece of advice to yourself? Um, I think there'd be two things, actually. Okay. First off, uh, don't take yourself so seriously. Okay. But I think the more important one is um, that failure is a part of life. Wow. And we all have failures, and I have... Uh, I think uh, as a part of, of growing up and getting older is you, you, you realize that's a part of life. Um, I don't think people get better at things if you don't have failure. I mean, sure. who's going to innovate anything? Right. You know, if, if something works perfectly and you don't fix it, then that's how it's going to be for the rest of eternity. Um, so I think when you have failure, it's almost a survival thing right. that you're going to have to you got to put food on the table. You have to go out and do these. You have to do things to, to sustain your life. Right. So I think looking back and going, these things that were failures, and that's actually a little bit of what I went through with the, the accident. Okay. Was I'm a failure? I had this track, and I, these are the things I lost. And I now realized those were just part of learning. Sure. And I think that's actually been very critical. So okay. I would love to tap myself on the shoulder and say it's okay to be <laughs> unsuccessful at times. Right. You know, I. I read a book about Walt Disney years and years ago. Okay. I mean, he went bankrupt and failed so many times that it was amazing, but he had this vision and he just kept going with the vision. Right. So that's that positive outlook on stuff. I agree with that, the failure portion. I mean, people will kill to take their kids to Disneyland. I yeah. mean, after all that failure, a lot of time, I mean, it's funny that way, but yeah. you look at Edison, yeah. you know, there's all kinds of inventors and creators that they've tried tens of thousands of times to perfect something, and if they were to stop that one time before, yep. exactly, they just never would have reached that that one spot right. you know and you have to know when to move on and be realistic but ultimately if you have a dream and you have a goal do what you need to do to make it happen I, I used to play baseball I love baseball okay. and if I concentrated on the 70% of the time I missed the ball <laughs> probably wouldn't you know, it's like but I concentrated on the 30% that I did and right. and that's a lot of what life is about just concentrating on the right stuff. Oh, that's awesome, Rob. No, that's that's more great advice for everybody out there. Okay, so um, kind of going into you mentioned a book that you're reading, so that's kind of into the next question here. Um, what books are you reading? What podcasts are you listening to? Or influencers you might be following on social media that really you know motivate you? Well, uh, you know, I, I'll tell you one of the things that I, I really love is that I've now moved away from trying to read books. Um, you know, we get home at, uh, you know, after a long day of doing this and a stressful day, 
and uh, decompress, have dinner with the family, do those kinds of things, uh, have, a, have a personal life. And I found that I would fall asleep three minutes into a page or two pages in a book. And I just, I just had to stop. I've got one book I've been reading for a year now. Okay. And, and I just, I was like, I gave up on that. So now I'm actually listening to books on tape in the car. Okay. Um, and I've got, uh, I've got one I'm listening to right now. It's the subtle art of not giving a four-letter word, fill bleep. it in, bleep. Um, and oh, it's it's great. written by this guy who's a blogger who has really interesting ideas. And it isn't that I just don't care. Sure. It's about reevaluating what life is about to be happy. Right. And it, it's really fascinating. And he takes a, a, a very different track uh, on, on life in that to be happy, it isn't, obviously we talk about this all the time, it isn't the personal things. It isn't the car, the suit, the house. Sure. Um, so what is it? And uh, actually going back to accepting failure is actually, it's really, this was really hit at home. When I was analyzing what I wanted to look and do for 2018, that was part of what I wanted to do. How can I get more successful and understand how to be a better person? And this one just kind of fell on me and it's been great. It's, I'm about halfway through it and it's, it's actually funny too. Awesome. This guy's hilarious. A little vulgar, by the way. (laughs) Hence the title, (laughs) you know. Yeah, it's like, yeah, so kind of go with that. But uh, that's actually something I just started doing, and uh, I also doing TED Talks. Okay, wonderful. I love TED Talks. Uh, you can find anything for anything that you're working on, and you know, go through those talks in a very short amount of time. I think they're just invaluable. They're, uh, they're really amazing. I agree with that 100%. And there's there's a lot of good information out there. Um, I will be putting uh, the the books and or podcasts or books on tape. See, the, the funny thing is, I I still call them books. On I know, tape, I do too. You know, and and so I remember growing up just traveling throughout the country, yeah. and we go on road trips as families yep. and it would be a physical cassette tape oh, yeah. and you know uh-huh. it would be uh, the time machine yeah. or, or something along those lines or the yeah. invisible man um, now they're podcasts they're you know mp3 the whole night well now they have things on spotify as well I yes you have spotify but they sure. now have books on tape well again books, books on, on tape, tape. we know they know yeah. but i'll uh, i'll put links in the comments or description below so everybody has access to that um, just in case if they want that information uh, from rob all right so last question and then we're all wrapped up here Rob, what's your mantra, or what quotes do you live by if you could sum up your brand that way? Uh, absolutely, what you focus on expands. That is the, that is the premier saying for ninjas. Uh, so if you are, I, I, I'm really working on playing golf better, trying anyway, yeah, yeah, sure. uh, taking lessons, doing all the things for that. Um, you know, if I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot a bad score, I will. Uh, if I'm concentrating and think I'm going to I'm going to do a, a have a great round, I do that as well. So be careful where you put your head because that's what it is. If you are focusing on the negative in your world, your work, whatever happens to be, oh I don't think I'm going to get this listing appointment. You won't. If you go in with a positive attitude, a winning attitude, then that will make a difference in how you do it. Simple words, but they've worked for me. They've worked for me for the last couple of years, and, and they'll work for you too. That's big, Rob. You know, and again, thanks so much for taking the time. I know you're super busy, Rob, for being on the show. I'm sure everybody out there appreciates, uh, you know, Rob taking the time. And, um, you know, we are going to be, uh, you know, live every single Tuesday and every single Friday afternoon around 2 to 3 o'clock time frame uh, with another Real Estate Titan. But, Rob, thanks again. Seriously, so much for your time and everything there. Absolutely my pleasure, my friend. All right. We'll catch everybody on the next one. See you later. It's time for happy hour.